0: I'm just going to quickly jump on before the episode today to let you know that I am coming to Melbourne, Sydney, and Queensland for my Understanding Movement Seminar. Uh, it's a six-hour seminar. All the details will be on the in the first link down below. Um, it's a six-hour seminar, though, that covers pretty much the foundational principles around human movement, so I, understanding how the foot functions and why it functions in the way it does, how the pelvis moves in space, how the ribcage moves, and how humans sort of go through gait and breathing and all of these sort of concepts to better manage gravity. And that's the crux of what understanding movement is, is understanding how we are actually managing gravity and how we manipulate the skeleton and the muscular systems to actually get improved outcomes in performance in the gym, improve mobility very quickly, improve performance, strength production, hypertrophy outcomes and all of that sort of stuff. The foundation of getting good outcomes comes from an understanding of the human system system both the skeleton and the muscular system. And that's what we're covering across uh, the six-hour seminar. So if you're interested, tickets are down below. Uh, You can use the code LITTLEPIA, L-I-T-T-L-E-P-I-A, one word to save $50. I'd love to see you there. If you have questions about the seminar, shoot me a DM and let's chat. Welcome back to episode 13 of the Training Model Podcast. I have no notes for today. I'm just sitting in the chair and rolling. We have... One question that came through the Instagram, um, which I'm going to unpack, which will be surrounding sort of social media um, and lead generation and and some things surrounding that. Um, So I'm going to be discussing a little bit of marketing and I'll go through some of the journey that we've been through here at Strength Culture and ultimately what is my new, like I've I've kind of stepped into this uh, sort of attitude, this sort of belief about myself, but a big goal for my for myself this year is to to be a marketer and to actually learn learn more about marketing and, and the fundamentals of marketing and branding and positioning and um, messaging and like sales processes and all of that sort of stuff. Like I really want that to become my role here at the gym. Um, and I can explain some of the things that I've gone through, especially over the last sort of three years with our brand shift and, and how that has impacted our marketing and some areas that I think that we've really kind of fucked up over the last couple of years um, and now trying to really improve those areas. Because uh, much like everybody else that would be listening to this, um, just just because I have strength culture and I've been doing this for nearly eight years now doesn't mean that I'm still not f- just fumbling my way forward through business ownership, um, owning a business and and building a business is incredibly difficult and you are constantly just faced with, uh, new problems, new dilemma, new dilemmas, different ways of thinking and, and, and moving forward and conflicting information and all of that sort of stuff. So I'll go through my journey a little bit with that. Um, So, yeah, so a little bit of a recap of maybe like the last three years because I kind of view that as as one big chapter of strength culture. I don't even know if it was three years. Whenever the hell we came out of COVID and we moved to this gym, I couldn't even tell you what year it is. The whole thing is a blur. My mental state across most of the last two to three years has been uh, cloudy to say the least. Uh, just with a lot of personal things that have happened, and it's really just a big blur. But um, yeah, so I'm just going to say it was three years ago. Three years ago, we obviously moved to the new facility, which was unbelievable. Um, we we had a huge like hype around the gym, uh, new facility. We had just come out of COVID, um, so. A lot of people and the industry as a whole, I think, felt this like huge rush and return to gyms. Um, obviously, there was also a very aggressive false economy that was sitting underneath that, like a like a rug that was almost perfectly placed to be pulled out from society, which I think a lot of us are feeling that now, or especially over the last 12 months. It's calmed down a little bit now, which is good, but especially the last 12 months and the interest rates and people really starting to cut back on spending and inflation and all of that sort of stuff. Like, I think that was just like this perfectly placed rug um, underneath what most industries, um, I'm really rambling here, but I don't know. I'm I'm on Facebook, obviously, a lot, and I just scroll because I'm just like every other bloody monkey-brained human on the on the planet at the moment, but um, I'm scrolling on Facebook a lot and I see all these like businesses, especially around the construction industry, like closing down and um, long-standing cafes closing and going into bankruptcy and all of this sort of stuff over the last sort of, especially the last three months, like I'm seeing a lot more of it, I don't know if it's just the algorithm feeding me negative news about business, but um, I'm seeing more and more of it. And it's a little bit alarming because uh, we've definitely felt the pressure. Um, but I do believe that it's just this huge hangover of how much money was just pumped into um, a whole bunch of sectors of, of society over those COVID years. And I think, yeah, if, if anyone's seen the fucking Woolworths and and coal CEOs and all of that and they're fucking profit margins fuck those big corps man really do but um, anyway I digress like it has been a challenging couple of years within business and for myself personally an incredibly challenging couple years from a personal perspective I do believe that I'm really starting to come out of that obviously I've spoken about this on the podcast in the past but um, June last year was a bit of a turning point for me mentally surrounding work and I feel like that turning point has really just started to gain momentum now and I I feel like I'm moving in a good direction um, through a lot of a lot of like formal soul searching on myself and, and my attitude and my brain and, and all of that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, so three years ago, we moved the gyms, huge hype around just the industry in general coming out of COVID and it was hot. We, we absolutely peaked uh, probably 12 me, twelve months coming out of COVID. Like uh, a lot of the things that we began to set up and build structures for were because we were very, very close to what our capacity uh, was for the just the four staff um, with the three coaches and myself um, and we started to move into this direction of like all right well, let's go brand development and building a brand that we can actually sort of leverage long term across a, a bunch of different areas around business and and really give ourselves more opportunities to improve overall business revenue and and and, and sort of just building what we what we wanted to build um, and we went very heavily into like brand development stuff and uh, it's always been into it. it it's still in our, in our content a lot. And you see little little glimpses of sort of that that 12-month patch of what we were doing. Like the clout tours were probably the pinnacle of it. And I would love to do those again, but to be completely honest with you, they're really expensive to, to fly multiple staff members um, interstate and set up these... Uh, either hire studios or set up these sort of calls with people. Like it's definitely something that I want to get back to, but the 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 money just isn't there to to reinvest that aggressively into into our brand development. So those things will come back at some point, but uh, there's bigger fish to fry from just a general business structure right now. Anyway, so um, yeah, and, and and over that time period, I think we we are. Uh, that was the transition for me to, to formally step out of coaching and and I've spoken about this, whether it's my podcast or another podcast, but where I, I struggled to find my own value within my business. Like I, it was a really weird position. Like I'd removed myself as a coach. I no longer were coaching people. My rev, my actual work was not revenue generating for the business. And I found that to be quite a big identity shift. It was something that I've always wanted to do um, when building strength culture and doing what we're doing. But uh, I really struggled with it. And I have struggled with it probably since June last year. Um, And since June, I've really been like, all right, I I want to step more into this marketing. I want to step more into this sort of... um, yeah, marketing as, as, as the overview of, of what I want my role to be within my company. Um, and it's been challenging for me because I don't have a formal skill set in marketing. And I um, I come from the social media era where I see content creators just pop off. And I see these people who I believe that we are better coaches than, but or we have a better service or we get better results or our community is better. But I see these social media creators just pop off and and go viral and go gangbusters. And all of a sudden they're driving fucking Lamborghinis and all this sort of shit. Like I I see that and I'm like, yeah. And, And for that 12 month period, I really thought if we put a big, Push into social media brand development. There's no reason why we can't become something or someone like that, and that was our goal. Well, that was my goal uh, was to really just push social media growth, um, and it came at the detriment of a lot of areas within the business and the service itself. Um, and I can reflect back on that now, and I can sort of see how how it better marries in what we want to do now. But um, the crux of it is is that. Even with our biggest growth periods on social media, it wasn't directly reflected with a growth in revenue, a growth in profit, a growth in uh, uh, the numbers that matter for the business and the success of the business. Um, Yes, it's fun doing that sort of shit, but ultimately, the only way I believe you will have success on social media is number one, you have a product or a service that is amazing. Like you under... Like whatever your price point is, you have to over deliver on that price point. Like it's the most fundamental thing about fucking marketing in general, like undersell, over deliver, that whole thing. But I can't stress enough how how much that is the foundation of business growth. Um and that needs to be your first port of call if you're looking or if you want to step into social media and make improvements with the key business metrics uh to move forward with. So first thing is to have something that is unbelievable. Gold standard coaching, results, outcomes, communications, building confidence, improving um, clients, sort of subjective experience in the world and within training and all of that sort of stuff. Like that stuff has to be married first. Um, And if you want to know how we do that, Training Model uh, is my coaching foundations course. You can check that out. But... um, If you you have that or you believe you have that and you want to then begin to expose that service to more people, social media is a fantastic vessel. Before we get into maximizing social media, which I don't think we are even at 10% of what we could be doing from a social media perspective, but um, before I even talk about maximizing social media it would the next step in that conversation if, if you're thinking about using social media to your advantage from a business perspective is at least understanding the expectations of what social media is I think the days and this is something that I think we've done really well and we're carrying through more of our content from that period of like intense brand development that I did go through but um The first thing is the expectation of social media. And I think one of the key things is removing the idea that you, on social media, that you are an entity. I think the biggest winners on social media are personable creators. Like I really do believe that. And that is showing your own life, showing your own struggles, building connection. We call this top of funnel strategies from a marketing perspective, but building in top of funnel strategies to build connection, to show relatedness, to um, to show that you're a human, an actual human that has likes and dislikes and you're not afraid to put out a, con- not so much controversial, but you're not afraid to actually stand buy a point uh, and potentially piss some people off with that sort of stuff or potentially turn away some people. Um, and it's funny, like we we just, uh, we're, we're doing a big onslaught of old content on TikTok and YouTube shorts. Like we've got hundreds of reels and snippets and podcast edits and all of that sort of stuff that we just have only really posted on Instagram over the last probably 18 months. Uh, and Donnie's got them all. So we've split them up and we're, we're we're pumping them onto TikTok and YouTube over the next few months, just to see what happens. Cause it's there. We may as well. Um, And I was going back through one of the snippets and one of the snippets were uh, someone in an anonymous Q and a emailed or or sent in to say like, uh, are you aware that you've got a clicky gym or something and and not some people aren't welcome or something like that. Like it was a bit of a it wasn't structured in like a negative way, but it was like, are you concerned that your gym is a clicky gym? Um, And my response from the podcast was, no, I'm not. Like ultimately uh the people that fit in here fit in and love it and some people come here and they find that it's not the right place for them and that's completely fine we go out of our way to make sure that new members meet people and get around our events or get around our larger sessions within the gym like a saturday morning is currently becoming like a really popular session because the boys hit heavy run club and then like 10 to 15 people come to the gym afterwards and slam we do free casuals people bring their friends like it's a really fun time um and we 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 go out of our way and we're making more of an effort to make sure that new members are exposed to these sort of things in the community because we don't want it to be a clicky gym. But unfortunately when building a community, there are certain people that just won't fit into that community. And this is the same thing with social media. When you build your social media community, you actually have to stand by certain points and put yourself out there to be um, to have negative comments, maybe not negative comments, but constructive things to people for other people to say you're wrong on something, or for other people to to disagree with you publicly, and you have to have the expectation that that will happen, and you have to be okay with some of that negative stuff. The the biggest sort of uh, abrasion to social media from The coaching community I believe actually comes from inexperience as a coach and this is a whole nother conversation but young coaches who are fresh in the industry who then want to try to build social media or use social media to get online clients um, and they struggle with this idea that someone's going to be negative towards them or someone's going to disagree and they don't want to put their ideas out there where in reality I think a foundation of that sort of whole feeling is just that you're not confident in your own ideas as a coach. And that's completely fine. You're new to the industry and maybe jumping straight into social media and online clients is not the best direction for a new coach to go. It's a fantastic thing. And yes, we see these huge winners in the social media space who are new people. Um, They're new coaches and they win because they've just got this un- relenting sort of self-belief in themselves and their ideas and they're going to win and you compare yourself to them and all of that sort of stuff. But I think a lot of that sort of hesitation around social media and content creation in the start point is probably from a foundation of, I don't believe in myself in some capacity as a coach, in my service, in my ability, in my results, because I'm new, because I actually don't know that much. And that is completely fine. It just probably means your first few steps in the industry needs to be somewhere else. So uh, that was a big rant. Um, But let's circle back to, um, yeah, so these are the expectations of social media uh, from a coaching perspective. Like you have to put yourself out there. You have to be relatable. You have to be personable. You can't hide behind a brand identity. You have to try to build connection and relatedness with yourself. And if we look at all of really super successful coaches in the industry that dominate social media, I think they have done that better than anyone else. Um, Yes, there's a few that get by on just high, high quality, unique takes and all of that. But really the... The ones that I look at, like a James Smith PT, I'm going to put Angus Bradley in this conversation these days because he's fucking dominating and it's really cool. And Alec Blennis is a new one that I've been sort of exposed to. But these sort of people, they they have a huge connection and relatedness with the community that they're in. And you're kind of like diehard on them. Uh, Adam Meekins would be another one. Like the followers are like diehard followers. And I think you've got to try to set yourself up in – in attracting those people. And the only way that you can do that is by being yourself. Like that is the crux of social media. So yeah, that's sort of the expectations around social media. Um, The next thing I would say is, well, the next step is when you're using social media, the idea is to grow your business and to increase revenue and ultimately profit within your business. Profit is the only thing that really matters. Uh, revenue is amazing and can really start that cash flow can really start to open up doors for yourself, but really the long goal is to be efficient with in your service and your 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 business processes to actually generate profit within your business. Um, and when we think about social media from a marketing perspective, it, it does open a lot of doors, but um, it can also become a huge distraction of what is actually the most important thing for your business revenue and profit. And that is client retention, which I've discussed heavily um, on this podcast before. So if you haven't checked out some of the earlier episodes, I'd recommend going to check those things out. But um You can't be so focused on, uh, and this is coming from a place of, these are lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years, but you can't be going from a place of uh, social media, using it as a distraction of the work that is actually important for your business. That is another huge thing that I see uh, as a problem for people. And especially for myself in, in the fact that, we're, yeah, we're making content, we're doing good things, but it's not actually providing the results for the outcomes that we want. Um, David Gray is another one who does a fantastic job of creating this audience and muscle doc, creating these audiences of of like diehard supporters that will really just go in for you and with you into whatever direction you want to go. So, um Now I'm really lost on where I was. Uh, That oh yeah, the next thing I was going to say is that we're using social media for marketing. And ultimately, when we think about marketing, we are thinking about putting out signals into the into the the. um, I've lost the word. We're putting out signals into the marketplace. Sorry, signals into the marketplace. Raising your hand to have someone communicate to you in some capacity. That communication may simply be a follow, a like. That communication may be a DM. It may be a question. It may be a uh, subscription to your email list. It may be a go and check out my website. It may be coming to your gym, coming for a free... It doesn't really matter what it is, but the goal with any marketing is to put out some sort of a signal and we'll talk about how we structure signals and, and ways in which we can improve what we're putting out into the marketplace with an attempt for somebody else to then raise their hand that they are a qualified person to speak to. If you are creating social content and the response is very limited raising of the hand of the audience, likes, follows, shares, comments, DMs, fill out my forms, your forms not getting filled out, your website views aren't increasing, you're not getting more leads and all of that sort of stuff, something from your strategy of communication needs to change. Um, And and that is a huge lesson that I have learned in trying to step into more of this marketing thing is that... And I do believe we have an incredible service an incredible gym an incredible community that offers very unique qualities. Unlike any other gym really in, I would say the world like we, we have tailored events for certain goals and we have a huge community. We have semi-private coaching hours where people can just come and get support and get help. You don't have to book sessions. You don't have to pay for these sessions. It's just included in our service. I think we have a lot of really high quality things and I think over the last two years, even though I have been communicating what I think value is for our brand, it hasn't been that responsive from the audience coming back the other way. And that is my responsibility. My messaging, my signal creation has not been uh, communicated well enough to actually show what's valuable to the audience. And we're actively taking pretty aggressive steps now in order to improve those to see an improvement in our lead generation which is the the, one of the key metrics that i want to improve our lead generation our lead conversion and also the conversion uh leads per 1000 views on our website uh is another key one that i'm looking at but and then if you want to go a step further our, our ads campaign and our paid marketing through meta ads and eventually will be google ads as well but um all of that sort of stuff, I, um, it, it really just comes back to if you're not getting the response you want from social media, something you have to change. You can't expect the audience to just get what the fuck's going on. You have to communicate your ideas and change your messaging, change your pain points, change your structure, change your approach in some capacities to begin to get that Uh, response from the marketplace it's your responsibility it's not the audience's responsibility to just get what you're talking about or get your view or anything like that Um, and the most successful people structure and frame their messaging in in Uh, productive ways and successful ways. Um, And that's one of the main things that I've really been trying to focus on uh, over the last sort of seven or eight months is our messaging. What are we actually trying to communicate? How do we frame this in a way that people will understand and actually want to be part of what we're doing? So um, that is uh, the second thing related to social media. And then the third thing is um, I actually believe that social media is not, Growth on social media is not the end goal from a marketing perspective. I think the end goal from your social media pers- uh, so your social media strategy should actually be to get people away from social media. Uh, the obvious one is an email list, uh, and this is a low-hanging fruit that I've identified that I want to get better at um, uh, this year. Um, so more emails, better communication, better messaging through emails, better framing of what we're trying to build and and the offers that we have around us. Um, but I think having some kind of uh, further step to get people off social media and you can speak to them directly, uh, I think is where a lot of smaller coaches go wrong. So how can we maximize that transition off social media onto your website, filling out a form or getting a download or anything like that? And this is where offer creation comes in. If you scroll back a few episodes ago, I did a whole thing on offer creation, um, but, This is the crux of what my goal is for 2024, and that is just to build more enticing offers more regularly. Today, we just dropped our newest offer, uh, which is a a six-week gym and coaching Sort of package. Uh, It's heavily discounted for new members that want to get on board. It it has more support and more accountability, and we're highlighting that support and accountability and confidence in our messaging because I think that's part of uh, sort of what I think the marketplace when it comes to our brand actually requires because a lot of people have this friction around strength culture. I just spoke to the new cafe owner, Robbins Dally. Unbelievable. We're going to do a hectic eats down there. But um, he was like, yeah, I've seen your gym on Instagram. You guys are fucking sick. I'm like, oh, come down for a session, man. We're just around the corner. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not strong enough to be there. Like that is a huge red flag for us as a business, like why do people think that they're not strong enough to be here or why do people think that they're not good enough or they need to train before they enter their their journey with us, like we need to challenge that, that is not the audience's responsibility to understand that is our responsibility as marketers to communicate that that is not true and to get more of our newer lifters out there on socials our new testimonials and newer lifters and and changing the way in which we structure some of our paid advertisements to highlight some of those people is is becoming a, a big focus for us so um where was I building more offers and building better offers. So that is one of the big things that I'm doing from a social media perspective. So if you're, if you're growing a social media brand and and you're getting followers and you're getting traction and your, your messaging is starting to land and people are starting to raise their hand in whatever metric you use to track that, whether it be likes, follows, shares, comments, DMs, form clicks, website views or whatever it might be. If people are increasing their hand raising of your messaging, that's a fantastic first step and it's the first step, the first domino in succeeding with with social media. The second step is putting offers in front of them that they're actually interested in partaking in. And the only way you can do that is trial and error. Build things Run it for a month, see what happens. Build a free download. Run it for a month, promote it, see what happens. If something starts working, tweak the messaging around it and see if you can increase the metrics that uh, that are required or that you're you find important. If you change change your landing page, change your messaging, change your your VSL, change your all of these things that it, the work is required, but that is the actual stuff that is the most important when it comes to building out your social media strategy. So um, that was a huge rant, completely off the cuff. I had no notes there. Um, I'm sure I missed a whole bunch of stuff there. So if you do have any further questions related to that, please let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram, fill out the form on the website. It would be remiss of me to not tell you now about my business uh, 101 course, which is... um, which is all of the foundations of business that I have used to build and, and to, to grow to where we're currently at over seven or eight years in business. It's marketing content, uh, sales content retention content, and finance content, covering all of the areas within the back end of your business that you need to start to get a hold of if you really want to work for yourself and build your own business. I I fundamentally don't believe you will ever find success without this foundational skill set, and that's exactly what it is. I'm not going to show you how to build $100,000 in your first 12 months or any of that sort of shit. That's on you, but this is the foundational skill set of business management that I wish I had when I was... uh, at, at the start of, of the process. We also, from a marketing perspective, unpack a lot of uh, sort of marketing principles around like funnels, like what is top of funnel and, and brand development and brand awareness? What is middle of and Positioning yourself as the right person to help at the right time and to to be the right person for them. And then bottom of funnels, actually building landing pages and what how we can actually structure things and, and how that process would look uh, in order to capture and, and to, to generate sales conversations with clients like all of that stuff is in there um, there's a little bit on content in there as well um, and I'm always available for the people that purchase those courses uh, to jump in a conversation with and send an email or jump on a phone call or whatever you just have to th- shoot me a dm I'm happy to help um, so yeah if you want to jump in the business 101 short course I'd highly recommend checking that out uh, you can use the code team meeting for a discount of $75 so I think it's, it's about 10% of the upfront price um, so you can check that out if you're interested and I'd love to see a few more people jump in there. I think we're nearly 30 people in there now, which is really cool. Um, So yeah, check that out um, and I will see you next week.